spiritual awakenings are actually more common than you may think. And the reality is that there does exist also holistic tools to actually assist you on your own spiritual awakening journey. And today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're going to be talking about the three holistic tools that I integrate in my life daily to assist me on my own spiritual journey. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal a body, a mind, and spirit. And so that we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles, because by golly, is it crumbling faster than we can all imagine. Satnam and God morning. Thank you so much for being here, ladies. If you're catching this live on Instagram, thank you so much for always tuning in and being part of this very important community for humanity as we become the transition team for Pachamama and a whole new age of consciousness. And of course, for those that subscribe and listen through the podcast, Sovereign Woman Movement Show, which you can find everywhere where podcasts are streamed. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being part also of this community. So this week, we've been talking about spiritual awakening. And we've been talking about the collective spiritual awakening that is happening. And I gave you a little bit of a summary as to why these collective or these spiritual awakenings actually happen. Also talked a little about yesterday about how and why our spiritual awakening is actually being hijacked and why we really need to be hyper aware, we need to be in our own neutral mind and our own sovereignty as women so that we're not basically distracted and so that we're not taken out of our satnam, which is our truth, as we become distracted by all the fear mongering that is happening in the world. That is the exact intention to basically put people in positions of consciousness where they are so afraid to live or so afraid to die that they are basically afraid to even live. And so that is what a sovereign woman does. She basically is able to have the holistic tools to be able to navigate these very fast changing times. Because like I've explained this week, it's not just the cosmos. You know, we have huge astrological events that are happening by the end of this year on the winter solstice. We have that Saturn-Jupiter conjunction Aquarius, zero degrees of Aquarius that hasn't happened for hundreds of years. That's going to be happening on the winter solstice, which is why we're hosting our Sovereign Woman Movement Virtual Summit, because we're going to be using that cosmic energy to transform, to heal, to break ancestral karma, to break programs from our subconscious mind. But beyond the cosmos, you know, Mother Earth is also changing very, very rapidly with introduction of new technology like the 5G, the like I've explained before, the electromagnetic field of Mother Earth herself is shifting and changing very, very quickly. This is also what's going to cause quantum changes in our life, quantum changes in our consciousness, quantum changes in the way we live, exist, and, and our, our being right now. The A lot of the energy that is being, you know, we as human beings produce energy, which are emotions. And these emotions basically then affect and impact Mother Earth herself. And so this is actually measured through the Schumann resonance, which NASA and scientists actually measure. And they've been basically noticing how it, the Schumann resonance, these, these ener energetic electrical fields are spiking completely out of the norm, completely out of what we've seen for many, many years. And what this means is that we are changing dramatically. And whether you believe in astrology or whether you believe in connection with Pachamama or not, your consciousness will be changed 
specifically during that three day window of the winter solstice, the Saturn Pluto conjunction. You may not become fully aware of it at that moment, but your consciousness will be transformed and you're going to start seeing the very rapid, fast moving changes that will happen 2021 and beyond. And this is why it's so important for us as women to really not allow for anything outside of us to hijack our own spiritual awakening for anything outside of us to hijack our own personal healing because the true essence of sovereignty is being able to navigate through these times and to truly self-realize and remember who we truly are because that's exactly what a spiritual awakening is are they going to target the areas with the highest spikes radian radian says that is such a great question and i believe that that is the reason why they actually took these measurements of the schumann resonance we're on a website that you can go and actually check out and they took them out from the public we were not allowed to actually look at them and i believe that that is one of the reasons that when people when the schumann resonance spikes up it doesn't necessarily mean it could mean two things. It could mean that you're in a group of a very high coherent human beings, human consciousness, those that are basically in the state of the neutral mind, which are raising the frequency. And there's a, a, a place in Australia, it's called Urule. I believe that's how you say it. But in essence, there's uh, indigenous tribes there that have been holding a box of a magic box that was uh, here delivered through a meteorite. And they're planning a big ceremony, a big ritual on the winter solstice to open up this box, which will uh, basically raise the frequency and the consciousness of all humanity. So I believe that yes, they are looking out for these specific areas where it's spiking, but also understand that it spikes in specific areas because people are completely emotionally distraught. Even in 9-11, when the 9-11 incident happened, they have measurements of how the Schumann resonance was actually going completely out of whack even hours before the first planes hit the towers, which means that we as human beings are actually incredibly psychic and we can sense these things. So they do use it to track and to measure and to and they use it for the dark aspects. But I believe that what's happening right now in human consciousness, no one can stop it. This is something that indigenous tribes from all over the world have been preparing us for, for a very long time. And I always think of it as Avatar and Avatar is going to be doing their Avatar 2 movie at the end of 2021, which I find fascinating because you remember in the first part of Avatar where if you saw the movie, uh, basically they, they, uh, they're trying to take out mother nature and, and you know move into this Piscean mindset, but then at the end, Mother Nature responds and she basically uh, allows the, the right mind, the mind of consciousness to take over. And so I believe that what is meant to happen, which is the evolution of human consciousness is inevitable and no one can stop it. And that is re really what I was talking about yesterday, which you can catch the replay yesterday as well, because there is ways that we are being hijacked and there's ways like even through the foods we eat and the water we drink and all the different and the vaccines. That's a big thing, right, that they're talking about yesterday. I spoke about, you know, when you introduce these these chemicals from a lab inside of your body that that stunts your own spiritual uh, opportunity to truly go all in and to become enlightened in this world. So yes, there's many different ways that they are targeting based on these different sciences and the Schumann resonance, but what is happening right now is inevitable and no one can stop it. Wow, that's why Bush done that chant ritual at the school. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. This is another thing that a lot of people don't realize that 
everything that these uh, people that have controlled uh, basically the human consciousness, the 1%, the deep state for a long time, everything that they do is a ritual. Everything that they do, they do it specifically on full moons, on new moons, on, on these events. And I heard somebody actually tell me the other day that there was one uh, politician who actually mentioned this uh, Jupiter-Saturn conjunct Aquarius big cosmic event that's going to happen. So they are very, very hyper aware of these events and they practice specific rituals to again, put back our consciousness into a way where they could basically manipulate it. They could sell us something and very much uh, addicted to predictive analytics, to studying our behaviors online so that they could predict what it is that we're going to do and this really and they're going to try to sell it to us in a way where oh we're going to protect you you know we're going to we're going to be able to predict when there's a murderer or when there's a rapist but in reality that's not what the truth is the reality is that they want to be able to predict if you yourself will become enlightened because an enlightened it just takes one enlightened human being to change the frequency of this entire universe one enlightened human being it's like a dark room you know you put a light just one candle and it changes the entire frequency of that room but this is not something that we're supposed to be afraid of because this is also we're moving into an age of consciousness where it's not going to be one sage or one guru that basically saves humanity it's a collective effort this is why i'm talking about this all week it's all of us awakening. It's all of us coming together as the Christ consciousness, as a unity consciousness. And that is unstoppable. That is something that not even the darkest of the darkest can stop. And that's why these are really epic times that we should all be super excited about. And we should start to really look at what it is that we're doing now with our time, which is what we're going to talk about today, what specific tools you're going to be, you could be integrating in your life today to actually allow yourself to evolve through this change to this mass change. Because if you think things change rapidly this year, wait till you see 2021 and 2022 and beyond. And in our virtual summit, we're going to have some amazing astrologers that are going to help you really understand what it is that we can expect. And astrology is not something like, oh, like a psychic telling you the future. In essence, it gives you the energy so that you're able to prepare for it energetically. And it's a huge alchemical tool for awakening spiritually tomorrow. Uh, Nura Rochelle, an evolutionary astrologist, one of our presenters at the at our virtual summit happening the 19th through the 21st, is going to be here on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. I'll be interviewing her tomorrow at 10 a.m. So you guys can get a little bit of a better idea as to what I'm relating or talking about here today. But in essence, you know, this is something that cannot be stopped. This is a fast moving change that will continue. And there are specific tools that you can use to assist you in your own spiritual awakening journey. Because like I've mentioned to you all before, when I first began my inner work journey, it was definitely about healing. There were so many blockages that I had in my life. You know, yesterday I celebrated a two-year anniversary of not of uh, being healed from the addiction to alcohol and so there were other aspects that drove me to that addiction obviously there were inner child wounds that I had to work through ancestral karma there's a lot of uh, a lot of that lack of self-worth and 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 the issues that we as women go through but it got to a point you know especially this year where I've been able to really integrate my own inner work to be able to allow myself to connect to higher consciousness, to connect to divinity, to connect to, to my truth. And thank you very much for the well wishes. I appreciate them greatly. And for all of those that posted as well, appreciate it greatly. But, you know, now I get to the point where I actually practice and integrate these incredible alchemical tools 
to really allow my consciousness to evolve and to be guided by a higher power because you know this virtual summit that's happening on December 19th through the 21st it's not even me it's something bigger than me it's something that that really just this energy within me of, of something that is destined to happen something that I was basically born for and that I've been training for for many many lifetimes and this is just the beginning of the movement of women awakening spiritually because as a tantra teacher I teach kundalini tantra is energy my role and my only job is to awaken the women of the world spiritually and to be able to use these holistic tools so that they too can self-realize and crown themselves so that we are basically leading this team of transition in, in sovereignty and in a, in a way that we're helping and collaborating with each other versus competing and, and, and stepping on each other, which is what the Piscean, the patriarchy wants us to do as women. And so this is why it's so important for us to understand these tools and to understand that together and united, we're unstoppable. And this is why they cannot stop us and will not be able to stop us anything outside of us. That was the role of the Masons to awaken the woman into her power. Interesting. Yeah. So probably any, any master, any uh, spiritual teacher, but specifically if you work with Tantra, which is energy, that is your role. Your role is to awaken the woman of the world spiritually. And that is what the, basically the sovereign woman movement is all about. It's awakening the woman of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools to heal. Because when you stop bypassing your own emotional energy healing, you, you awaken spiritually. That's what happened exactly to me. And so there are specific tools. Yes, lion guards, absolutely. They are basically the, the gatekeepers, right? That allow others to integrate these experiences so that they can self-realize and crown themselves. And so the three holistic tools that I want to talk to you all about today are those that I practice every single day, those that have changed my life, my energy, because deeply what we're talking about here is the ability to shift your energy. And you're going to be able to experience these alchemical tools in our three-day virtual summit, because it's not, it's a gathering, sisterhood, sharing of energy. I've done um, a couple of uh, events in person this year that truly demonstrate how important it is for us to truly commune as women together, right? But beyond that, integrating the actual tools to assist you to use that cosmic energy. And the thing is that you'll be practicing a lot of this technology, kundalini technology and other holistic modalities because we have other amazing trailblazing healers, mavericks, speakers who are going to be sharing their medicine with you and you'll be able to integrate them. But they, they fall within these three categories. Most of the are all of the healing modalities that will be shared with you at the summit. And these healing modalities also fall within the lineage that I teach myself, which is kundalini technology. Now, one of the things about kundalini technology is that it is actually a combination of all of the 22 different yogas. And it, it really uh, has been put together by great sages and gurus that were able to develop a system for human consciousness, a system for human consciousness to self-realize. So literally, and this is what Johi Bhajan says, he's the master who brought it from the East to the West. So literally what it does is that it gives you the ability, it gives the ability for someone who believes that they are nothing to become everything. And in order for you to actually become everything, you have to do something. And what it is that you have to do is Kundalini. And when you practice Kundalini, you self-realize and you crown yourself. That's in a sense why it was only taught to royalty and to, it's, it's a Raj yoga. And in essence, it's, it's why it was kept from, you know, people, other people, because they, 
they didn't want a society who self-realized and became awakened, right? And that's one of the other things that's happening right now in the world, that yoga has been basically, especially in the West and meditation, has been spreading like wildfire. You know, we're having a psychedelic renaissance, like I spoke about yesterday, but we're also having this renaissance in yoga and in uh, meditation. And that is allowing a lot of people to self-realize. And a lot of people are actually experiencing kundalini awakenings. And it doesn't have to happen through practice of yoga. A lot of people experience kundalini awakenings through tragedies, through illnesses, through addictions, through mass change, which is what's happening right now. And that's why these techniques and these ancient tools are so important and they're so vital in a time where there are there is this mass awakening and, and spiritual alchemy that is happening and that is inevitable. And so there's three aspects specifically of Kundalini technology that you also see in other healing modalities that are very specific to healing, but also to awakening spiritually, to be able to self-realize, to be able to go beyond the polarities, which is the duality of dark and light, of negative and positive, of thinking that you're separate from God consciousness, thinking that you are alone in this world, and thinking that God is some kind of father figure in heaven that's there judging you for all the things that you're doing. Those are all the things that we need to reparent ourselves from through the subconscious mind and through this inner work that I'm talking to you about. Now, the holistic tools that are very important to integrating your life that will assist you on your spiritual journey are number one, of course, is understanding the power of your breath. And this is very, very important in Kundalini technology because many of the meditations that we practice and integrate because they're very prescriptive. Basically, a Kriya means you do something to get a specific result. And you have to remember the great gurus, the great sages, they practice these specific breath works, specific meditations. And then they basically wrote the prescriptive books. They wrote the specific steps or the specific breath that you needed to take in order to get that result, right? And one of the things that we need to really understand is that as human beings, we're not even conscious of our breath. And Yohei Bhajan says that, you know, when every time you take a breath that is unconscious, you literally are just closer to dissolving and leaving this lifetime. But yet every time that you are taking an intentional breath, you literally are awakening spiritually. I mean, think about it. You were given a, a account. It's like a breath account. And you are literally living in between that first breath you took and that very last breath that you will ever take. So breath Prana in itself is God consciousness. When you are aware of your breath, you are in the state of the neutral mind and you are connected to God. And most of us don't have the training of the mind to be able to self-regulate the breath. And that is why there are specific meditations inside Kundalini technology that work specifically with the breath that yes, there's one even that prevents and heals from cancer. So yes, they will heal. They will absolutely transform the emotions so that you don't end up with some uh, basically illness in the body. But beyond that, right, you're able to balance out your chakra system and be in complete state of balance. You're able to live in neutrality, meaning the neutral mind. You're not swayed by the good, you know, because your ego can get really good, really big if, if something really good happens, right? And you're also not swayed by the bad because you don't judge anything as bad. You know that life is happening for you and you're able to respond. And this happens when you're able to live in the neutral mind. What you're doing is you're using the power of the breath 
to self-regulate and to balance out the 10 energetic bodies. We have 10 energetic bodies as the Kundalini science teaches us, which you'll be able to experience yourself in our three-day virtual summit. And as you use these techniques to balance out those 10 energetic bodies, you dissolve the blockages between you and the forever existence of love, the forever existence of God, the forever existence of the divinity that creates the miracles of the ability to for you to experience this incredible journey. And so breath taken very, very seriously can make very fast, quick changes in your life. And specifically, if you're able to integrate specific breath meditations, like there's most of the breath meditations that I do on a daily basis, they're only about three minutes long, five minutes long. They're not like 28 minutes long. And the reason in Kundalini that they're so short in time, I mean, the longest one is probably like 11 minutes is because they're that powerful. Breath is a direct pathway to connecting to the divinity and to cleansing and healing so that you're able to awaken spiritually and live in the neutral mind. So breath is a very important aspect and a holistic tool that you don't even have to go find anywhere outside. It's within you. It's just knowing the right techniques and knowing exactly what to do with the breath to actually assist you within that process. The other aspect of a actual really potent holistic tool that you can use for your spiritual awakening, because like I've mentioned, spiritual awakenings can either feel liberating or they can feel also like you're going through a mental breakdown, a psychosis. I know for me and the women that I've helped and the people that I've helped through their own spiritual awakening, it's sometimes it's a combination of both. Sometimes it's you're seeing the divinity, God, you're seeing sages and archetypes, and then sometimes you're in complete distress, getting close to suicide and things of that nature. So it's very important to, at that point, understand the power of the breath. How long are we supposed to hold each nostril? That is a great question. And it depends because there's different meditations within the Kundalini technology, which actually dictate different results. So it's very, very different. There's actually inside of my YouTube channel, which there's a link below as well. I do have one meditation that goes into breath. And it actually is holding the nostril and it works on the immune system, on strengthening the immune system. So you can check it out on my YouTube channels for instructions on, on how to actually do that. So that's one that you can actually get started on right away. And, and it'll help you physically actually to with the breath as well or with the healing as well. That's a really, really good question. So there's different types of meditation. Some you hold the nostril, some you don't hold the nostrils. There's some that uh, basically uh, remove stress within three minutes that you do really deep inhales of eight seconds, hold it in eight seconds and release eight seconds. So it really depends on what it is that you're working on energetically. And of course, if you join us in our summit in our three-day summit, you'll be able to uh, actually experience some of these as well. And then the next aspect of our spiritual holistic tools that we have that we can actually use to awaken and, and reduce the suffering and the pain is actual mantra. And I want to just really bring awareness to the difference between a mantra and an affirmation. And I, I love the way Guru Jagat explained this because and Guru Jagat is an incredible trailblazer. She's a maverick, CEO of Rama and all these different organizations within the world, bringing Kundalini technology to the world. She's going to be one of our presenters at the three-day virtual summit, but she really explained this to me in a way that I understand now why mantra is so much more powerful than affirmations. Now, affirmations are things that you might say to yourself over and over to basically uh, get the mind to believe, right? The thing with affirmations, though, is that as you are repeating the affirmation, you're actually activating the polarities, 
You're actually activating the awareness that you are not that anymore. So in essence, if you are saying, I am healed, I am healed, I am healed, it is activating the dual aspect of that that is showing that you're not. And so it, it takes a little bit longer for you to transmute and change versus a mantra. Now, mantras in Kundalini Yoga are very, very sacred. And I'm sure in other aspects of spiritual traditions or in yogas as well. Mantras are sound frequencies. There's a science behind this. And there's even universities that are studying specific Kundalini mantras, specifically by an amazing band. The name of the band is White Sun. And they've actually won a recent Grammy for their uh, music because of its healing capabilities. These are basically sound frequencies that were given to us from the great gurus, from the sages that they, again, practiced for hundreds of years, which then they discovered created alchemical reactions in the body. So these specific sound frequencies, when practiced, what you're doing is you're integrating these sound frequencies and they're very specific and they're very prescriptive. They're specific mantras for prosperity, for healing, the specific mantras for infinity consciousness, for connecting to God consciousness, for moving into the subtle realm. There's, there's specific mantras for healing the mother wound, the father wound. You'll be able to actually experience this magic in three-day virtual summit. But these mantras are life-changing. And a lot, a lot of the things that I share with, especially with my community, we were just having this discussion inside of my community, Satori, where I teach all of this, where you actually are able to just sleep with the mantras, just have them playing in the background. And you're able to do self-healing in that manner as well, as well as obviously connect to the divinity. Because what you're doing is you're instilling these sound frequencies into the crown chakra. And you're blocking all of the other sound frequencies that want to come in, especially if you're an empath, right? Someone that absorbs energy a lot. These mantras, there's protective mantras that can help you elevate your frequency so that you're only attracting high level frequency experiences and people and you're protecting yourself from the low level frequencies. And that's exactly why every single day I chant. I chant a mantra, not just one. I actually have my meditation practices about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on what I'm doing. And within the, the uh, my Kundalini Sadhana, which I practice every day before 7 a.m., usually between five, I, I wish I could get up every day at 4.30 a.m., but only about once a week I do it, 4.30 in the morning. But I'm usually up between five in the morning and 5.30, done about seven o'clock in the morning, no later. And these, what I do is I actually integrate the chanting. So there's like three or four meditations that I do daily in chanting. There's one that I've been practicing now for about 20 days and this one specifically when chanted for six months you'll actually learn and know all of the secrets to the universe if you practice this mantra for 11 minutes every day for six months so i'm on my way i'm on my pathway and it's been life-changing already it's been incredible to be able to connect to and download from from the divinity and so that's why it's a science as well and it's something that you can activate from within. You'll be able to experience this, like I said, at the virtual summit. And you'll also be able to experience sound frequency and sound healing from some of our presenters. So you yourself can actually experience what I'm talking about. And then the third aspect of what I practice every day that assists me in my own spiritual awakening journey is the practice of mudra. Now, mudra is actually a way that you position your hands. Our hands are energetic as well, and they are even governed by the planets. You know, we got Jupiter, Saturn, 
You have all these different aspects of the solar system that when we do specific things with our hands, we activate these energies within and we can use these mudras with our meditation to bring expansion to whatever it is that we're doing. For example, like the Gyan Chakra Mudra. That's one that's common inside of Kundalini. In the Gyan Chakra Mudra, you're basically activating the Jupiter finger with the thumb. And this brings expansion to what it is that it is that you are actually doing. And there's different types of mudra that create a specific energetic effect that then gives you a specific result. So within the meditations that we practice, there are specific mudras we practice. Like, for example, there's another one that removes blockages immediately. And you point it out like this. Now, that one works much more effective than if you were just sitting with your hands, palms facing up, right? If you're really trying to get through a specific blockage. And that's why this is so beautiful, because there's specific sciences, there's energy that you do to actually get that result. So those are three aspects of what I practice every single day, breath, mudra, and uh, what was the other one? Mantra, breath, mudra, and mantra that help me on my own spiritual evolution journey because spirituality is not something that you actually do spirituality is something that you catch so every single day you come onto your mat humble right and you detach and you sit on the mat and you do your best you know that's one of the four yourself to be guided and this is where i have really experienced some really amazing mystical experiences and was able to uh, really connect to the divinity and 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 really download guidance for my life and that's that's with the essence of being able to go within and and tune in to these messages so that you're able to then use it in the reality and in, in the physical reality and matter right bringing it from the subtle from the spiritual and then actually using and integrating in this world that is a true essence of a sovereign woman you're not creating from what you physically see or from someone else you're creating from within from your own self-experience and this is what is changing so rapidly in the age of aquarius where people freak out about it you know they have all this power and now they're actually freaking out are they in a different language that has to be sung yes very good question about the mantras they are in a different language and it's not even uh, a language. It's it, you can't even describe it. Describe it as a language. It's it's literally a science of sound. It's Gurmukhi, and it actually uh, for me when I chant a mantra, it usually only takes me about seven days to actually memorize it, even though they're complicated, right? And they're it's just not that they're complicated, but we've never heard that frequency, right? And but typically, if I meditate on a mantra after seven days, if I've been doing it eleven minutes, I actually probably will memorize even some of the hardest ones within about seven days. That's how powerful the sound, the subconscious is. It's just, you keep doing it and it just becomes second nature. And my whole family uses mantras and chanting, you know, my sons, my son actually went to Kundalini yoga teacher training with me. He, he used it as his form of psychotherapy and he has his own daily practice. My other son has his own daily meditation, Kundalini meditation practice. He's already on like a day, a hundred and, 10 Damien told me the other day so congratulations Damien he's been meditating he's he's only 16 and he started his meditation practice this year 
and uh, it's completely changed his life. He's an incredible young man, works out, is an incredible father to his two dogs. <laughs> I even got him a mug. We recently got a new dog and he's been so dedicated and responsible with it. But yeah, our, our whole family actually sleeps with the mantras. We sleep with the white sun music in the background. And you definitely just, you wake up more elevated. You wake up like you really fell asleep and it helps. Like I said, it feels like a long meditation in the evening. So absolutely they are in a different language, but don't let it be, um, uh, scare you because you will learn them very, very quickly. I have, I saw I say that a few times to remind me that I have to be more in spirit to manifest in the physical. 666 is a very, very uh, important number. A lot of people are scared of that number, but honestly, 666 just means that you need to be hyper aware of your thoughts because they're manifesting faster than you can imagine. So if you're seeing that number a lot, that's actually a really cool sign. And right now we're in between two windows of eclipse. You know, we have a, a window of an eclipse between this one and we have an eclipse coming up on Monday uh, with the new moon in Sagittarius. So as it is, manifestation is at a, you are manifesting faster than ever in quantum speeds. So be very aware, be very hyper aware of your thoughts and your feelings and emotions right now. And once the uh, eclipse comes on Monday, which I'll talk more about that on Monday, on the Sovereign Movement Show podcast, then you'll be able to really start to plant the seeds. Right now, don't plant any seeds. Right now, just become conscious of what you're thinking. And then once Monday comes, you'll be able to use that energy for your advantage. 666 is a really cool number. It's not, people get scared of it all the time. And, and for me, it just says you're manifesting very, very quickly and you need to be hyper aware of your thoughts. I see repeated numbers all throughout the day. Also, one, two, three, four, and my best friend and all I receive the time as times 54 interesting so one two three four is that's actually a very um an angel number and you can actually see that as guidance that you're on the right path because one two three four is balance right so it's it's in order so that means that whatever step you actually take next that means that you're actually doing the right thing so if whatever here's the thing with those numbers one two three four and two 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 are both very very important as it relates to on the right path whatever it is whenever you're seeing those numbers stop what you're doing what are you thinking about and think and really become aware of what it is what was that thought whatever it was and if you're able to even write it down write it down and ask yourself how does this make me feel and then you're you'll be able to really download what the angels are trying to tell you because if you, let's say you were doing something that you're not happy with and you keep seeing one, two, three, four, then that could also be a sign that that's not something that you should be doing. So that's where this meditation inner work comes in, where you are so aware of the thoughts and the things that are happening around you. Because I don't know if you all knew, but this universe is always responding to us. You know, this universe, everything that you are experiencing, even me right now, the people that you see at the gas station, the people at the register, everything is perfectly planned by the universe. And that, that is why, you know, it is said that you can live this world as if it is a one big miracle or not. And Einstein said that, and he was a quantum physicist, right? And Johi Bajan says the same thing. Not only do I, and I, I don't believe in miracles, I rely on them. And living in that state of consciousness actually takes more work because you have to have a stable nervous system, meaning you have to know the science behind your emotions and your energy to know your self-worth and to know that the universe has your back. 
So it works both ways, both energetically, scientifically, and also spiritually. Because if you remember who you truly are, then the miracles will find you. Yes, Diane, I expect miracles. I expect miracles. I expect miracles. Try that, right? Most of us are always on the program of like, nothing good ever happens to me. <laughs> it's just a program. It takes just as much work to do believe in miracles or to not. You get to decide, right? You get to decide. So all of these different things and great feedback, ladies. Thank you. Lately, it's been 333. Ooh, 333 rebirth. That's uh, you're birthing something a new project, a new idea. It also it refers a lot to Christ consciousness. So you're moving into a spiritual awakening of understanding yourself as unity consciousness. You're, you're learning how not to project onto others and you're seeing yourself as one with others as well. 333 came to me a lot when I was going through my mass spiritual awakening. And it's a number of, of uh, trust and that you're protected. So mass spiritual awakening for you and you're definitely birthing something my friend which is exciting join us in our virtual summit so that you can uh, make sure you get some clarity on that and diane says best sleep ever absolutely white sun and it's so funny because like i was mentioning to you diane my husband just turns on the music now before we go to sleep it's like i don't even have to ask him or anything like that he just turns on the white sun and that's what we fall asleep to every single night and it just completely rewires you and like i said you guys can actually Google, I know for a fact UCLA has been studying the music already because of its sound frequencies, but White Sun uh, has received this uh, Grammys and they're amazing. And the singer is like an angel. I mean, the whole group and, and it's all basically mantras, kundalini mantras that you can actually uh, check out, but they will change your life. Absolutely change your life. So it's been such an exciting time talking to you all about all these different ways that we can actually awaken spiritually and not get hijacked and everything that is happening right now. Tomorrow, I will have a very beautiful guest. Tomorrow and Friday, I have two guests that are going to be joining us here on the Sovereign Woman Show, so I'm super excited. Tomorrow, we have Nura Rochelle, and she is an evolutionary astrologist, and she's going to be sharing with us how she got into astrology, what it has taught her this year, and a little bit more about what she'll be sharing with you all in our virtual summit. So that'll be tomorrow, and tomorrow we will be on time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. I usually try to jump on here between 10 a.m. and 10.30. It depends on what's going on in my life. And sometimes it can be very interesting right before 10 o'clock in the morning. And then on Friday, of course, Lizzie's going to be back with me here, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So excited so we can talk a little bit more about spiritual awakening, about these tools that have come into our lives, and also about the impact that has had made on our family. I think for me this weekend, and I'll ask her when she's here on Friday, I was with my family in um, Pine Top, Lakeside, and I just really had this awareness of how we were all being upgraded. You know, we're all being just taken into this new chapter of our life, whether we like it or not, and also becoming more aware of, of a lot of gratitude, a lot of gratitude of what happens, you know, as the phoenix rising, when you go through all these crazy dark nights of the soul, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And then you can learn to live in happiness and gratitude and love and compassion, even when everything around you is falling apart. And that, in essence, is the, is the foundation of the Sovereign Woman Movement. So I'm really excited to have her here on Friday as well to share her wisdom with all of you. And of course, don't forget, because you just have a few more days, Diane says, yes, it's collective healing. When one heals, we all heal. 190%. It's like when you light up your own torch within you. You now give the freedom and permission for other women to light up their torch. And then they go around with their torch lit 
uh, lighting, bringing light all over to the world. And that's truly the essence of a teacher. And we're all teachers. All of us are teachers. And as teachers, you should want and expect your students to be better teachers than you, because that is the only way we can truly leave a legacy. So yes, absolutely, Diane. So don't forget also to register for our three-day virtual summit. If you register before the 12th, this is actually complimentary to all women. So no, um, no need to, uh, you don't have to pay anything if you wanna join us for these three days. And these three days are gonna be pretty important. So I do suggest that you try to, even a couple of days before, maybe Thursday and Friday, that you actually try to eat a lot lighter, try to even fast maybe, uh, maybe do some intermittent fasting to help you. Because the more that you're cleansed from within, the more that you're able to download what's going to happen here in these three days. And if you actually uh, register before the 12th, which is right around the corner, you'll be able to receive my free ebook, which I'm, I'm actually coming out with my first ebook on the actual event date, the 19th, on healing our five deepest wounds as human consciousness. So make sure you pre-register before the 12th to actually get that bonus. And of course, you will be able to upgrade to a VIP if you want any of the replay sessions or anything of that matter. And if you're part of the Satori, our Satori community, of course, you're already upgraded to a VIP. So this is going to be super important for you to be there, ladies. This is a vital time for us to come together and to truly integrate these teachings that were once kept hidden from us and now available so that we can truly awaken spiritually and heal holistically. Woohoo is right, Diana. Literally, like this morning, I usually get up at five without an alarm, right? But this morning I was up at like 4.07 and I was meditating by 4.57 because I had to do some things. But it's just like, I can't sleep. There's so much going on. It's almost like, and instead of feeling, you know how some people like usually feel like the other shoe's going to drop or something really bad is going to happen. It's like totally different. And I'm not ignorant at all. I totally am aware of what is happening in the world. But the reason that I'm so excited and I feel like there's so much change and beautiful changes because this is an opportunity for us women to truly change the frequency of this entire earth. We're doing things that basically will ensure a different future for us. So this is what gives me so much sovereignty and peace and inner just joy because we're actually doing different things. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same results. So if you are doing something different, then guess what? You should expect an amazing future. And that's what we're going to create 2021 and beyond, because I believe all of us learned a lot of lessons in 2020. And the number one lesson is to love yourself fully, accept yourself fully, and to listen to your heart, because that is the only way that you'll be able to light up the torch for other women as well. So thank you ladies so much for being here. Thank you for your hearts. Thank you for your beautiful wisdom and adding to today's um, conversation. Uh, of course, make sure you go get your ticket before we uh, close out the bonus on the 12th. And tomorrow I'll be back again, 10 a.m. Mountain Center time. We'll be, we will be on time tomorrow, 10 a.m. Mountain Center time. Nura will be here, Nura Rochelle. You guys can even ask her any questions you have as well as it relates to anything, astrology, 2020, 2021, and beyond. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the CESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Berrigan, I am, and also in our community page 
at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.